Hello, and thanks for listening in. This is a bonus episode of Leading Virtual Teams. I'm checking in on my progress with Reinventing Mondays. So as I record this, it is actually a Monday morning, and I am about nearly two months into my new schedule and um if this is the first time you're listening in i would recommend you go back to the first episode called reinventing mondays which is earlier this season because these this episode and the other bonus episodes i've recorded since chronicle my new intention of redesigning my week and also reinventing my mondays now i I had a couple of things that I wanted to do in terms of my project to reinvent my the start of my week, um, coinciding with me starting a new job and working on a more freelance basis. And there were a couple of sort of key things I wanted to do. Firstly, I really wanted to not have any meetings at the start of my week. I wanted to start my week with some time to think, and I designed my schedule around that. I'm my most productive time is in the mornings. And so I really wanted to maximize how much I can do at the start of the day um, and then use the time later in the day. But I'm naturally a bit less creative, less less productive to my mind um, to have meetings and work on projects and things um, instead. The other priority for me was work-life balance. So um, I think if you're a regular listener, you know that I'm on a journey to become a little bit less productive, um, to overwork less, and to just find more ease and more freedom in my schedule. And then I think the third thing was just to to really design my week, given that I'm starting a, a new career and I'm escaping a kind of predetermined schedule for the first time in sort of 10, 15 years, if you take my PhD years, probably more like 20 years, um, to really make a schedule that I enjoy and that motivates me and that wants to get me out of bed in the morning without kind of running out of energy for the life equation of work-life balance. Now, I wanted to check back in and report back on my progress because I am, I think, partly because I'm a coach and that's kind of part of my CPD, but also because I'm interested. I read a lot of books about this sort of thing. How do you, you know, start new habits? How do you make new routines? How do you design your week? Um, These are all really interesting things. But in a book, I think I, I really appreciate when it has real life examples, but ultimately it's just one snapshot in time. And I don't really know how long, you know, the person in the book or in the story or in the article I'm reading was able to sustain (laughs) this new habit, this new effort. You know, obviously um, there is a whole whole different ball game doing something once or maybe for a couple of weeks and then sticking to it in the long run. And so I wanted to kind of share progress on my three priorities and how I've been getting on, starting with, you know, not having meetings on Monday mornings and having thinking time instead. And then I'm also going to share how I'm getting on with, you know, overworking less and being more productive and also how I am doing in terms of enjoying my redesigned week. 
But yeah, let's jump in with the kind of no meetings on Monday mornings and starting rethinking time. So I'm really happy to say that I have stuck to that. Um, over the last two months, I have made a lot of effort protecting that time. And there are quite a lot of things that were trying to derail me um, over that period, you know, starting with people um, being excited to to work with me on Monday mornings. So I have definitely, you know, protected my early Monday mornings and nope, you can never, you know, make an appointment with me at that time. I, I don't now work in a role where anything is really on fire ever. Um, so, you know, I, I have that luxury of kind of setting, setting that out. And when I think back to the time when, you know, I did have a lot of line management responsibilities and I did have responsibility to show up early in the day, like on reflection, I think I could have probably done that in a more light touch way and protected that time anyway. Um, but you know, it's always good to see these things in hindsight. Um, but yeah, I think so far the meeting part has worked well. The other thing that's derailed me or tried to derail me rather is my own head because I'm, it's so ingrained in me that Monday morning is kind of like a stressful trying to do it all kind of time, you know, having a really long to-do list that my sort of, you know, after the initial, yay, Monday mornings is my time, enthusiasm, my sort of old habits started to kick back in. And I started to have, you know, lots of thoughts about, oh, I need to do this. And what about that? Rather than um, thinking about the bigger picture. So given that all the things I was thinking of were, you know, things I actually did want to do during that week, and I did want to think about I've started just having like a, a place where I can make notes on anything that comes to mind at any point during the week, um, or sometimes even at the weekend and just drop it into my thinking time kind of slot for Monday morning. I'm basically keeping like a running list of anything that comes to my mind. That way I stop thinking about it and worrying about it. And I also have a kind of, you know, backup for my busy brain so that it might be a little bit less busy once I've written everything down. And then when I do come to sit down at my desk on a Monday morning and I start my thinking time period, what I do is I schedule in time in my week to deal with anything that's on my list, even if that happens to be later on Mondays. But what I don't do and I think that's the biggest win for me is actually do any of the stuff that I have on my list. I don't do because I want to think. And that is a huge win for me. When I was a, a young CEO, my, my mentor Margaret used to say to me, you know, you need to find ways to do less and think more because it's all about that perspective and you're going to be a much better leader if you find time to gain that perspective, reflect, strategize, think, or even just take a breath rather than just do and deliver and execute. And I think now <laughs> I'm getting to that place where, you know, I'm starting my week with, you know, not executing, doing or delivering, but instead I look at my to-do list and I'm like, right, 
you know, let's see when I can achieve the things that I need to achieve. And if there's too much on my plate, I'll reprioritize and say, nope, that's not possible this week. What can I shift to next week? What is actually not as urgent as I first thought? And how can I make sure that is something that I can pick up later on? The I've talked a bit about my favorite productivity tool, Asana. And um, between that and my scheduling, um, I think I have a pretty watertight way of making sure things don't drop off my plate and, you know, are getting lost between other tasks and falling through the cracks. But it is absolutely key to not give in to the, it's Monday morning, I have to do all the stuff voice in my head that sometimes still prevails. And I think the other way that I've tried to really focus on thinking time is to give myself some activities like recording the podcast or journaling or sitting down with my strategic plan, which to me are really fun and really motivating and stop me from doing and get me thinking. So I'm not sure what, you know, the things that would be that what motivate you to kind of think before you jump into your busy week. Um, but for me, that has really worked very well. Okay, so the other aspect of my mornings that I wanted to sort of work on in my reinvention plan is the work-life balance, being a little bit less productive and sort of focusing on my well-being alongside work. Now, at the moment, my priority is really my physical and mental health and being more active and having more movement in my days. And, you know, as you might know, I have dogs, so I have no shortage of steps in my days, which is very fortunate. And they are very good at motivating me to get out every day, walk a couple of miles, um, and that's amazing. But over time, I've built up such a habituation to this type of exercise that it doesn't really deliver the benefits that I needed to. And it doesn't really help me improve my fitness. It just helps me maintain a certain type of fitness. So for this month and the last month, I've really tried to focus on having more movement and ideally I want to try and put that into my day at the start of the day when I have the most benefit from it and the most control over that I'm actually doing it because at like you know half seven in the morning not a lot else happens in my life um and so my partner who has been really motivated um pursuing that same goal um, and I, we start and try and do our, our days um, with half an hour of exercise. Now, at the beginning, that worked really well. And then I went through a couple of weeks where I just ran out of energy to do anything. And I think the, you know, the intensity of kind of starting my new business and having a completely new schedule, it was just partly too exhausting and partly too exciting. And at the end, I was just like, no, I just don't have the energy to exercise in the morning. But after about sort of 10 days of that, I, I really re kind of 
rebalanced my schedule and I went back to doing it. And I think um, I'm generally quite good at not sort of guilt tripping myself or making myself feel like a failure if I stop doing a habit that I intend to do. Um, but I also think about sort of, you know, why is it that I am finding it the habit hard to stick to and how can I make it easier for myself to do this? Because ultimately I want to make it as easy as possible. And so I've gotten into using um, like the fitness app on my phone to try and mix up kind of my workout routine. The key here is that, you know, some days gentle stretching is all I want to do. Some days maybe I'll be a bit more energetic and like do some strength training or some, you know, proper more intense yoga. And sometimes, you know, I'll go um, what for me is kind of like a big stretch in the morning and do sort of a high intensity interval training. Um, and the, the nice thing about this app is that it doesn't require me to make up what I'm going to do, but I can just kind of put in how much time I want to spend and what kind of workout I fancy. And it will always have lots of things. Um, and we do have um, like a treadmill at home, which, you know, I can easily use, but just some other sort of health challenges made this quite difficult for me recently. So being able to work out indoors in the warmth um, in whatever way I fancy has been really helpful. And it's also tried um, helped hold me accountable to my own intention of being more active. So this morning is a really good example. Um, I didn't really want to get out of bed. <laughs> bed was very cozy this morning. It is a beautiful morning. Um, here in Cardiff, it's actually quite sunny today. But it's the first time in about a week that we've had such a nice start to the day. And I was just really feeling like coffee and sofa and cuddling with my dogs and not really doing anything. And so I think if I didn't have an app that would make it really easy to do like 20 or 30 minutes of stretching, um, I just, I don't think I would do anything. And the idea of, you know, making myself go outside to go for a run at this time of year um, is just it's just not going to happen for various reasons. So I think that's one of the things that I'm really sort of growing used to and, and more effective at is kind of finding tools like an app or, or maybe, you know, sometimes it could be meeting up with a friend or signing up for a class. Like in my um, instance, this just doesn't feel as easy for me at the moment but making it easier for myself to stick to my resolution is really positive and I think that I'm quite hopeful now will be able to flex with kind of weeks where I feel more like it weeks where I feel less like it um, and it's also something I can do when I'm traveling so yeah I think that that is in a good place but what about the other side of the week, um, the afternoons, evenings, and weekends when, you know, I want to set some work-life boundaries? And one of the things I talked about in, in our previous episode was that, was that I put down Friday afternoon as kind of beach time, either real or metaphorical. And on Friday afternoon this week, despite rain and rather cold temperature, I ended up being on the beach. 
So a big win. Um, it felt amazing to just have a completely, um, yeah, a sense of complete freedom to end the week with. I had a really good week last week, but it was still such a relief to kind of step away from everything and just um, go to the beach and and just enjoy the sea and the sand <clears throat> and the rain. Um, and it was, yeah, it was fabulous. Now, not every Friday afternoon works like this. I can't always get to the beach. Sometimes I am busy. Mm. But I guess one thing that I have become really good at over the last couple of months is to not plan anything in for Friday afternoon. And the one of the tools that I use a lot for that is to kind of have a backup slot earlier on Friday where I can pick up anything that I haven't done during the week that's truly urgent. And I have that sort of backup slot late morning around lunchtime on Friday, kind of where I don't schedule meetings, where I just have time from, for picking up stuff. And that's been super effective, helping me kind of keep to my boundaries for when I want to get into the weekend. Okay, my third part of my Reinventing Mondays um, goals was enjoying life more, work life more. And I want to check in with that and particularly try and tease out some of the things I have specifically done in order to enjoy work more. Now, um, I think it's fair to say that I always enjoy working, um, or the, you know, maybe in general, maybe not specifically every single hour of the day, but in general, I love working and it gives me a lot of um, inspiration and I find it rewarding and yeah I love being part of making something happen but there is kind of a balance to be struck I think between the joy and inspiration you find through work if you enjoy your job um and you know what you what you get back from it and I'm not a person who is primarily motivated by kind of the financial gain of work so for me, it's really important to make sure that my balance of, you know, how much I work and how much effort I put in kind of is right and that I get the things back that I wanted more of. And when I started this new chapter in my career, one of the ways in which I was trying to inject more of the kind of joy I'm really after from work into my life is to just plan in more creative intentionally creative periods of my week. And at the moment I have those scheduled largely on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. And the kinds of things I've been doing in those times is doing some content creation, maybe, you know, digital or physical, um, sometimes doing some drawing or photography, sometimes creating something um, on Canva or something similar. And I've also, planned in some work that, you know, I don't get paid for, but I find still creatively satisfying, such as designing the hybrid working course and recording um, different episodes of this podcast. Like last week, I did a really fun episode with um, 
collaborator of mine, Martin Hawksey, and we revisited a blogging project we had a few years ago. And it was just really fun and satisfying to be able to spend time in my week doing things that, you know, I'm not responsible or accountable to other people, but are just my projects and my things that I want to be able to do. And it's had an interesting side effect because I think it's made me realize just a bit like my thinking time realization for the start of the week that, you know, I could easily have more of this in my day-to-day tasks. And I think now that I've started to kind of foster that sense of discovery and curiosity and creating things, it's starting to show up in other parts of my work. And it's starting to show up in places where I wasn't really intending for it to show up and giving me ideas about, you know, new projects or new things that I could be doing as part of other work that I'm doing. Um, And that's really exciting. Like I'm really enjoying rediscovering kind of um, more of my creative side. And as well as kind of instigating the kind of habit of intentionally looking for those opportunities, rather than thinking, you know, what do I have to get done today? Um, I try and kind of be a little bit more curious about my my weeks now and thinking like, oh, you know, is there something fun that I could be doing? Oh, I'm vaguely interested in this. Let's follow it for a little bit and see if I come up with an idea or whether it's kind of related to something. So that's been really exciting, I think, going away from thinking just in schedules and institutional planning and kind of having a more um, free approach to to getting things done. But I think ultimately is also true that why I'm rediscovering that side of myself is just that I'm not working flat out as much as I can beyond my comfort zone every single day. And I often think back to kind of the pandemic and the aftermath of the pandemic, which hit my organization that I was leading at the time really hard, just like, you know, nearly every other organization on the planet. And I just kind of thought, wow, you know, like it it, it was so hard for so long. I think I've really forgotten what a more achievable kind of workload looks like and what it looks like when you're not constantly flat out. And that, I think, is something that I talk a lot with my coaching clients about. I think, you know, particularly as they often come to a sense of, you know, there must be (laughs) a better way of working and a better way of doing things. Um, So that is something that I am still pondering and I'm thinking about. And the joy is definitely showing up much more in my working life just because there is a more achievable scenario to contend with now, rather than just just being stretched all the time, or rather being stretched in a kind of more fun ways, rather than um, just because there's so much work that I need to do every day. So that part, um, I think I'm really enjoying. There's also um, something else that I want to mention before I finish up, which is that I think subconsciously I've been auditioning days and auditioning new routines and ways of working and environments to work in. Um, And I've had 
because I do so many different things at the moment, I work on a number of different projects with a couple of different organizations. I work with lots of different individuals. There's a huge variety over the course of a month. And it's been so interesting to see what I really love and what I am, you know, still enjoying, but like, where I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's over now. Well, I'm, that's good. You know, like, I'm glad it's done and I'm moving on. And I hadn't really expected that. I think I um, I hadn't expected to kind of sit in, you know, I'm kind of feel like I'm auditioning days. And I had a, a day recently where I traveled and it was a really successful day um, for a project that I'm running. And it was really enjoyable and went as good as it could have possibly done um, in fun surroundings with fun people. And I was like, yeah, you know, this is, um, it's been a really good day. And I thought to myself, oh, you know, like, I don't think I'd be sad if I didn't have a day like this again. I don't think I'd be sad if I didn't, you know, make this trip again. Um, and that is something that I'm trying to listen to more and trying to kind of figure out more because I seem to have a very clear idea of what I like doing and what I don't like doing. But I guess now that I have more choice um, to exercise that judgment, it actually is an opportunity to kind of listen to that voice more and be like, oh, okay, I didn't really love doing that. Um, let's not do more of that. Let's try and find more of the stuff that we're like, okay, I love doing this. Let's do this again and again and again. Um, so that's been really interesting um, and a kind of an unintended consequence of my Reinventing Mondays project. Well, I think that's it for today. Um, it is getting later on Monday morning and my thinking time is nearly up. So I hope you enjoyed this check-in. I am going to try and continue to record these episodes regularly so that you get a, a kind of real-time update on how this is going. And if you are um, also doing your own project, um, reinventing your week or your Mondays or just trying to change some habits and you have any um, thoughts on this episode, then I'd really love to hear from you and hear how you're getting on. Thanks for listening in and have a really good rest of the week. Thank you for listening to Leading Virtual Teams. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, you can find the links to the tools and resources we talked about in the show notes or head over to marandeepwell.com forward slash podcast. Thank you.